The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, fellow DJs, do you want to own a piece of a premium sports book and casino? Well, Moonbet gives you the chance just by holding their MBet crypto tokens. You can buy those tokens right now over at bitforex.com. You can also join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org. Use the link in the description so that they know you're a true DGEN. Eclipse the competition and make some money with Moonbet. You fools. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's happening? Hey, uh, thanks for having me back. I, I, I can't believe you guys had your first call in person yesterday, <laughs> and I wasn't here for it. So it's, it's a shame. But I, I listen, I, he made some valid points. I agree. I am a once in a generational talent, and I'm glad that uh, one of our audience members recognizes it. Absolutely. What's going on, Sex Panther? Uh, what the fuck did I do? If you guys that just listen to the show, don't watch it on YouTube or Facebook. Arch came up with a new intro, and apparently I just stand out in the street flipping people. I'm, I'm assuming the other guy was Max. It uh, was. He, he, had, he had Mad yeah. Max on one side, Panther on the other. It was us flipping each other off. I mean, we, yeah, was, Eli Manning in the middle of the street. I was waiting for you to get <laughs> run over by a car. I, so I was waiting for that, too. I thought, at some point, I'm going to get trucked. <laughs> oh, God. Arch has way too much time on his hands. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we missed you, Max. It, it was it was tough yesterday. It was nice having that call in. Uh, maybe we can do that more in the future, have some of our DJs call in and, and ask questions or make commentary. But, uh Always good to shit, shoot the shit with Saxy Maxi, but now the uh, the main man, the eighty percenter, is back on the show. Welcome back. Yeah, we should bring in Ma- uh, Maxi uh, daily to be our producer, and not actually talk, but behind the scenes to screen calls and, and bring them on the air. So that that'll be Maxi's job. Yeah, hey, wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be a thrilling job? <laughs> his 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 voice and his talent just relegated to answering fucking phone calls. Yes, intern Maxi. <laughs> he'd do it he'd do it he's he, he's such a trooper no i appreciate it. appreciate him filling in uh when, when i when i can't make it so uh yeah we a busy day though panther you got the uh the dgen nfl ranks we should probably start with that yeah well i'm uh, you know we, we something i wanted to do just to see if the dgen's entertaining i guess but uh we did our rankings we put them together and some people, I, I'm not going to break down the individual scores, but so, sometimes I'm left scratching my head. But when it all shook out, Arizona and the Rams were tied for first place. And uh, I, I, I look, the Cardinals look like the real deal. I mean, they beat, not only they beat the shit out of the Browns, they might have beat the playoffs out of the fucking Browns last week. Browns are really, really beat up now. Um, 
I don't have much of an issue with this lineup up until we get to number nine, Seattle. One person seems to insist Seattle is a top 10 team. Would that person like to comment on that? I will absolutely comment, and I'll say the same comments as last week. This is a team that can score when they have the ball. I, I, it's it's if, if you don't have a high time of possession and you're putting up the numbers that Seattle can put up, it's a dangerous offense. And so, uh, yeah, there, you know, when I'm looking at sports betting and sports betting rankings, it's not just the team that's going to win. It's not the team that is going to, uh, you know, uh, be the the top, uh, you know, uh, here, here here's my record. I'm going to be in the top 10 of a list. That's not how I do these things. I'm looking at teams that they're worth sports betting on. Seattle, to me, was a play this past week. It didn't necessarily pan out for a money line. But, I mean, they, they you know, they, they're not that terrible with Geno in the lineup. So they did drop um, on our list, but I, they were remained the same number on my list after I ran my numbers. And then the other surprising one for me, I guess, uh, that cracked my top 10 was Philadelphia, Philadelphia in a loss to Tampa Bay showed more to me in that loss than they had in some of their wins. So I, Philadelphia bumped up on my list. Uh, again, D- Tampa Bay had the ball control on that one. Philly hung with them. So uh, again, like the, the way that my metrics run out and I know each of us have different systems and maybe we can go over that real quick. Maybe we can go over how we calculate these things. I look at points per minute points per minute to me is the top metric that I look at when I'm ranking a team, because ultimately if your points per minute is high, higher than your opponent's points per minute, you can control the ball, you know, to a same degree or more than your opponent. You're going to win the game. It, it, you know, so, I mean, strength of uh, schedule definitely comes into play. And I think that's where arches uh, uh, methodology comes in a little bit more, but I mean, that's how Seattle's still hanging in there with me. We'll see if they can, you know, do it again. If Gino doesn't completely collapse, but he's been serviceable. He's been fine, and you know he's not Russell Wilson. We know that, but in in many ways, I think that Pete Carroll's uh, <laughs> controlling uh, Geno Smith a lot more than he can control <laughs> Russell Wilson. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not really surprised by the list. Let's just tick down for the podcast listeners. Arizona and Rams tied for first. Dallas number three. Tampa four. Buffalo five. Baltimore six. Green Bay seven. <clears throat> Kansas City eight. Maybe that's a little high for people. Seattle number nine. Uh, Tied for 10th, is that right? Cle- Cleveland, Philadelphia, and the Chargers are all 10th? It's, uh, yeah, yeah, those are the tied for the 10th. Okay. Yeah. Tied for 10th, yeah. Um, you know, breaking down how I get there, I, I do start with record. I then look at point differential. I do look at um, common opponents and who they lost to. So, you know, to put Tampa and the Rams have the same record, but the Rams beat them. Therefore, I put the Rams ahead of them, that kind of thing. But when it comes to teams like, Kansas City, Seattle, I just not giving them much love because their defenses really scare the shit out of me. They're, they're two of the worst defenses, and as good as the offenses have been, those defenses really just reek of giving them all kinds of trouble. So that's why those are down on my list. But Kansas City did just play a, a, a you know less than average offense, and their defense looked pretty good. They're not playing a top 10 offense in the second half well Didn't they fall behind pretty early 13 13 points in the whole game well i'm just saying they fell, they fell behind and but it's washington nobody gets excited about that come on the way i do it is it's kind of like imagine all 32 teams out there playing a football at the same time and who, who's who, who would come out on top i think arizona would come out on top 
you know it's all based on it's all relative to each other so i think that you know that arizona is the best team in football right now yeah it's, it's it's hard to disagree with that i think they were a little bit lower on my rankings because again like they've they've struggled against some some teams and and that they've won I, it's it's hard to like say it's like oh well you know they shouldn't be number one because they've won these games but there's signs that i've seen on arizona that could spell trouble mm-hmm. if they don't fix those problems is what I'm saying, right? I think there's there's opportunities where they uh, have gone scoreless. They've had they've had the ball for a long period of time during a game and put up a field goal. That's not that's not going to win against some of these more powerful offenses as well. And and Arizona has the capability of doing that. But again, like I'm I'm looking at Dallas here. Dallas fell behind on on New England. I think Dallas was my number one. Uh, they fell behind on New England. They still won the game by six points. Because that's their fucking offense. Defense meant shit in that fucking game. Dallas just <laughs> just came back. They won in overtime by six points. They covered the game. So, you, so to me, that that that's a huge fucking indicator right there of being able to win in the NFL today. I maybe the, you know again playoffs the defense and running and may, maybe that still mean means something in the NFL today. Points matter, and Dallas can put up points. Does margin of victory come into play for you at all? Like, if you project New England should have had their doors blown off, but they only lost by six, does that give them a little bump up in your power rankings? I, kind of, right? So I, I think that was the case of the Tampa Bay and Philly game, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I had Tampa Bay covering that game by 14 points, and they won by, what, six? Yeah. You know, and again, like, you know, Philly showed up against one of the top teams in the league. So that's going to give them a bump for for my ranking. So I, I do think that that plays a huge role in it of what's expected to happen and what actually happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I, I'm kind of similar to college football, funny enough, is where I do look at margin of victory. I do look at uh, how these teams are playing against each other. So even in a loss, even Seattle losing to Pittsburgh, uh, they still didn't look bad to me. See, and I, I take what, what he's saying there. I'm taking that Dallas-New England game, for example. Had we not seen Vegas odds, I would have said Dallas by two scores. But Vegas put that as a three-point game. So Dallas winning by six, I feel like they did what they were supposed to do because Vegas said that was going to be a close game. And you go look at somebody like Arizona, who was only – they were actually an underdog going to Cleveland – and beat the trash out of the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> that's more impressive to me because they weren't even favored on that game. No, that's one way to look at it for sure. All right. I guess that's it for the NFL talk for today. Let me pull up the odds. Max, where do you want to start? Uh, let's start Major League Baseball. All right. Got a couple games on the slate today. Uh, SBR says undecided, undecided, undecided. For Houston, Boston, Panther, correct me if I'm wrong, I have Valdez and Sale. I do have Valdez versus Sale. All right, so that's what we're going to go with on this one. Uh, you know, Astros woke up yesterday. It's going to be interesting to see if they can uh, have those trash can lids banging again today in Boston. I was leading the Red Sox yesterday, but I am very comfortable with jumping back on them today to get the win. Of, you know, Chris Sale has not seen much action in his last few starts, but I mean, what fucking starting pitcher has? Really? Yeah, one yeah. to two innings? I mean, who cares? He's been effective when he's pitching one to two innings, and it seem, seems to be that's the mantra in today's Major League Baseball. So he'll probably give Boston a solid open today. Valdez, he hasn't seen many innings, but that's because he's been hit hard in his last three outings, and he's been pulled because he's given up three or more runs in those outings. I like Boston to get to him today. $10 bet on the Red Sox. 
you know, I'm looking at this game and I do anticipate both to get a quick hook. Sale, I don't know if it's a trust factor or what their deal is with him, but he's, he went, what, 2.2 last game, one inning the game before that. I don't think he's going to go very deep this game, but I think they need him to. Because if you look at yesterday, they used four of their relief pitchers, and they even had to go to Nathan Eovoldi, who got trucked for four runs. This is a team that doesn't have a great bullpen, and now they're panic pitching and going to their starting pitchers. I got a lot of questions about Red Sox. I mean, all of them, all of them across the board are over-managing their pitchers. But what Boston did yesterday, resulting in that blowout, makes me think they don't even trust that bullpen. They went to Eovaldi, and that didn't pan out. I think Chris Sale does get yanked early. If Valdez can be more effective than he's been, I think he goes a little bit deeper. But if this is a bullpen versus bullpen game, I still trust the Astros more than the Red Sox. I'm still catching a plus line. I'm going to jump on Houston again, 25 bucks on the Astros. All right. I'm going to lean the Astros in this one. I'm not getting the number I want at all out of this. I think the Red Sox do win, but man, is it close to a coin flip here? So I'll lean Houston with that plus line, but I'm not, I'm not getting what I need out of this. All right, next game up, uh, heading into the NL Atlanta, Los Angeles. Uh, Atlanta does not have a starting pitcher. From what I'm seeing is it's probably going to be between A.J. Minter, Huascar Yanoa, and Drew Smiley, some kind of combination of that, maybe, you know, one inning, one inning, one inning, two innings, something like that. So uh, expect a just a all hands on deck type thing there for Atlanta. Uh, Dodgers putting Urias on the mound. So, I mean, that clearly gives them the edge starting wise. Um you know, I, I I don't think that the Braves quit, though. That's the thing, right? You, you know, I was lucky to hit that Dodgers play yesterday. I, I'm not lying. I was sweating like shit for most <laughs> of that game. I just can't tempt fate again today. I will lean Los Angeles. I do have them winning. It's a lot chalkier than yesterday because of the Urias factor. But but the Braves aren't fucking just folding here. So, uh, yeah, good luck with that. A lean on the Dodgers. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I was really surprised. I'm not sure that the Dodgers won that game as much as the Braves lost that. I thought for sure we were going to 3-0 and this series was over. Dodgers did get out another nail-biter at the end. These guys love to play nine. Maybe we're going to get to 10 or 11 extra innings here. But uh, I like this game for Atlanta because the plus line is just too much value to ignore. I like all the options here. You know, has been stellar all season long. AJ Minter is a flamethrower, even if he only pitches one or two innings. Not so sure about Smiley, but he won't be expected to go too deep. But the way the Braves are playing, like I know they lost yesterday, but I think they won that game. I'll take the value in that plus line and put twenty-five bucks on the Braves. I can't argue with you at all, Sex Panther. It's plus one ninety now for Atlanta. There's no way you're going to convince me, even with Urias on the mound, that the Braves, as it is, only has a 34% chance to win this game. There's no way. So I'll put 15 bucks on the Braves. I think that's tons of value there. All right. We're about the halfway mark. I do think we can probably still squeeze in some hockey. So there's only two games on the board there. Uh, we'll, we'll hit those up real quickly. Uh, first game up on the board is the Boston Bruins heading to Philadelphia. You know, Philly bounced back from their first game loss. Uh, they dominated Seattle. You know, Panther taking those cheap shots at me for liking Seattle. Well, sorry, my bad. Like a game, a team that hasn't existed before, and I like their lineup. I'm sorry, Panther. My my fucking bad there. 
I think we can come to expect some uh, bipolar nature from this Philadelphia team, especially Carter Hart. He looked awesome his last game out after looking like shit in his first game. Uh, Bruins opened up the season with a win against the Stars, and that was four days ago, so they're well-rested. I think the value play is on Philly here, but I can only lean the Flyers here. I'm not really beating you up. I think, you, I think honestly, you just like the name Kraken. I think it's, it's, it's a cool name. But, uh, look, this is a step up in competition for the Flyers. They, they've had a couple of winnable games, their first two outing. Now they get the Boston Bruins, who I like as one of my Stanley Cup plays. I think they can go into Philadelphia and get this win. little chalky, but I think the Bruins are there. So I'll put $10 on the Bruins. It looks like it's too chalky for the for the for the uh, Bruins, and you're not quite getting what you want from Philadelphia. So, I mean, I guess lean Philadelphia. All right, last game up: St. Louis of Vegas. I'm really interested to see how Panthers can play this one. Uh, uh, Jordan Cairo has six points through two games. Uh, him and the Blues head to Vegas to take on those Golden Knights. Nice, nice matchup earlier on in the season. Um, you know, Golden Knights are only one and one. They dropped that road game to Los Angeles. I had to, I had to like fucking make sure I saw this correctly. Six days ago was the last time they played. Six days ago, I what is uh, they they'll probably do like three back to backs in in the next like week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, Golden uh, Golden Knights should be well rested tonight. I like them to get to win. It, I just ran the numbers. It was a little too close for my liking. So only a lean on Vegas. I think my issue with Vegas right now is I can't trust that goaltending. We we didn't love Laner last year, and he apparently was the better option than Flurry. And now the, the Vegas is just getting shelled um, in the goal. And I like the way St. Louis is playing. So I'm getting a team that's playing really well with a plus line against a team that I just don't trust the defense right now. I'm going to jump on the Blues, $10 on St. Louis. I like that play. I think that might be the play. Uh, even now, looking at the way the uh, line is shifting, uh, it's heading towards St. Louis. That might be a pretty solid play for you, Panther. I like it. You jumping on with me, Arch? Uh, yeah, why not? I'll throw I'll throw a few bucks on that one. Yeah, I, I just I just refreshed. The sharps are on St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, the the you know the the money in public are on Vegas, but it seems like the sharps are are coming in on St. Louis here. So it might, might be a good play. Maybe. All right. You know what would be a good play is to own a sportsbook and casino. How can you do that? Well, head over to Moonbet because they give you that opportunity by holding their MBet crypto token. You can buy those tokens right now over at bitforex.com. Moonbet now available in Canada, Arch, so you can uh, give that a shot when when you get some downtime. Uh, Join that ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org or moonbet.io. You can use the link in the description so they know you're a true DGEN. Eclipse the competition, make some money with Moonbet. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Basketball, NBA. NBA wow, I miss I miss the NBA uh, opening opening episode. So uh, it seems like we had a lot of agreement on on uh, some of those teams. I think the Jazz they're fucking doomed. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry, Utah. 
Fuck the box. I'm we're starting already. Fuck the box. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I got I got three plays in the NBA today. We'll start off with uh, Indiana at Charlotte. You know, Hornets made some progress last season with Lamelo Ball. He proved to be an NBA caliber, NBA ready player, uh, and much like Giannis did, uh, Lamelo is going to drag his brother along for the ride. As I saw, Leangelo Ball signed a G League contract with the Hornets. So oh, maybe it'll be. Uh, uh, listen, maybe there'll be a midseason trade with the with the Bulls and get <laughs> get all three balls on on the same team. Uh, Indy, true to form to last season, starts off pretty banged up. Karis Levert's going to be out today. Holiday Lamb and Brogdon all dealing with some kind of injuries still. I like Indy to get this one done today. A $10 money line bet on the Pacers. I also like the over in this game. I think both teams are going to come out shooting the ball pretty well to start off the year, put up some points. So $10 bet on the over as well. I think one of the hardest thing to do is bet the NBA coming straight out of the gate without any real knowledge of what these teams are going to look like. But based on what we saw last year, no carousel of her, like they, basically got nothing for the Oladipo trade so far. And without Karis LeVert, this Pacer team, I just didn't like them. You couldn't trust them. And I still, at this point right now, I don't trust them. Sabonis is an absolute stud. Miles Turner is a blocking machine. I still have questions about where their real scoring is going to come from. I don't trust this Pacer team. I like the direction Charlotte is going, but it really have to wait and see how this plays out. Is Gordon Hayward healthy? Is Terry Rozier going to put up, you know, 15, 20 shots a game? And you, you talked about it. Ball, this is a legit NBA player. I'm going to lean Charlotte. But I really, this is a no play for me. Man, it's a close. Uh, yeah, I'm going to lean Charlotte in this one too. But it's going to be an exciting game. Yeah, I think it's one of the better ones on the board yes. today. I think the best game, or possibly the best game on the board, is Denver at Phoenix. Uh, pits two Western Conference favorites against each other. You know, my, my concern is that some of what we saw from Phoenix last season was a bit of an illusion, right? And Chris Paul is going to be another year older. He avoided injury most of last year, so it's going to be, can he do that again? I think one of the benefits of playing in Phoenix is they have that great training staff that that does really well with with keeping players healthy. So maybe that is going to work out in his favor. Uh, contract status of DeAndre Ayton, that's still another distraction that's that's hanging over the Suns right now. But still, when you got a player like Devin Booker, that young dynamic type scorer, uh, you know, he's going to continue to improve his game. This is going to be a dangerous team. For Denver, they have the reigning MVP in Nikola Jokic, but uh He's going to have to do a little bit more, at least for the first half of the season or so, until Jamal Murray can prove that he can get back to his previous uh, type of play. Uh, they did make that move for Aaron Gordon last year, so if he can step up. Uh, he, he wasn't a great fit in that Denver team last year. So let's see if an offseason and some time now to gel with that team uh, pays off. Uh, I like them. I like them today. I, I don't have them winning this game, but you, you're giving me, what, six points to play with? Mm-hmm. I think this is a two-point game, so I will take those points and $10 bet on the Denver Nuggets. I think I remember last year Denver being in Phoenix, and I jumped all over the Nuggets because they were getting points, and Phoenix just really just took them out to the woodshed and beat the snot out of them. You you mentioned DeAndre Ayton with his contract status. He wanted uh, Luka Trey Young money because that's the draft class he came in, and Phoenix said, uh, yeah, no thanks. They're not going to give him that kind of money. So it'll be interesting to see how DeAndre Ayton comes out and plays this season, um, whether he's fighting for a contract with Phoenix or getting paid because he goes somewhere else. Really interested to see what kind of um, energy he brings to the floor. And then, you know, 
you mentioned it, Jamal Murray with Denver. Frank Composa or Compazzo is going to start at point guard for the Nuggets, but make no mistake, this guy is not even close to Jamal Murray. He doesn't shoot like Jamal Murray, doesn't take the shots like Jamal Murray, and he doesn't pass the ball like Jamal Murray. So I think it does put a lot of pressure on guys like Jokic and Aaron Gordon, and Michael Porter Jr. is probably going to be your de facto gunslinger throwing the ball up a lot. I'm interested to see what happens here with this Nugget team because you're right. Gordon was not a great fit last year, and I want to see if without Jamal Murray, if they kind of figure out how he plays in this rotation. I just got to wait and see with Denver. So I'm going to lean Phoenix, but again, it's a no play for me. Hmm. You know, Max, I like where you're at. Uh, I do think Phoenix wins the game, but I don't know that they can cover the six. So I'm, I'm going to jump on it with you. Uh, Ten bucks on Denver. All right. Last game up for me. Yeah, listen, I alluded to uh, the other ball kid, and I'll talk about his Chicago Bulls as they head over to Detroit. Uh, a team we did not talk about yesterday as a, as a sleeper is the Chicago Bulls. I mean, if everything pans out the way that they hope, and their team can uh, gel with uh, a Levine, Ball, and Vucevic. Uh, this is a balanced team that can score from many spots on the court. So uh, they were sporadic last season, and the Vuce-Levine thing did not look like it was a great fit. Maybe Ball can, you know, kind of settle that out. And, and you know, I do worry about Ball and Levine, one ball on the court, <laughs> pun intended. Uh, as for the Pistons, you know, I scanned their roster this morning. And I know probably only a few players on that team, which is an improvement from last season for me. <laughs> like, honestly, I do think the Bulls win and cover this one, but I have trust issues with them stemming from last season. So my play in this game is $10 on the under. I do think Detroit's going to have trouble scoring, even if the Bulls put, hold up their end of the bargain. I don't have a lot of faith in this Detroit team. So uh, under the 218 and a half, I have this at. Uh, this is going to be an interesting game. You know, if you remember last year when they got Vooch and they got Ball, the Bulls, it didn't translate into wins right away. And now you got to add DeRozan into the mix. And it just, uh, I got to see how, how this plays out because these guys are all very unselfish players. They all will pass the ball. They all will uh, distribute and make the other guys around them better. And somebody's got to just step up and be like, give me the fucking ball. I'm going to take the shot. I expect that to be Zach Levine. Uh, but I got to wait and see to, with, with the Bulls. Uh-oh. Getting oh. better. Cade Cunningham, their rookie, is probably going to be the guy to, to take most of the shots for them. So uh, I, I don't think Detroit measures up depth-wise. I'm going to bet this game and hope not to regret it. I'm going to lay $10 on the Chicago Bulls. Mm. I think if it was at that three and a half where it opened, I'd probably be on it with you. But now that it's five, I'm worried. So I'm going to lean Chicago with you, but I'm not touching this one. Yeah, same thing. Right? I have I have the Bulls winning this game by six, but uh, it's it's I don't trust them to win by six. <laughs> I trust them to win by yeah, probably like yeah, three or four. Right. So, yeah. Uh, that's it for me, Panther. You in a stable spot to continue on? Yeah, I think so. Actually, what I might do is just pull over here to make sure we don't have any issues. Um, let's talk about the missiles. You know how much we all love the missiles. John Wall is on this team, but. He's not on this team. They're still waiting for him to get healthy enough to see if they can't trade him. But uh, you look at Kevin Porter Jr. and Christian Wood is going to be kind of like the franchise now. And I just don't think that's enough to go against what's starting out as a healthy T-Wolves team. 
Cat's back. Um, you got Enter. D'Lo and the Rookwell second year Anthony Edwards. I just think there's a little bit more talent in Minnesota. Houston, this is going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I think they'll get a few wins, but I, this isn't one of them. I'll lay the five and a half and put $10 on the T-Wolves. I was shocked when I ran my numbers on this one and and saw that Houston was going to hang with with Minnesota here. Uh, got this as, as a two point game. Uh, Minnesota just has issues putting things together. They've got the talent. Cat has been talked about as one of the the bright and shining stars or potential stars in this league. He's never quite gotten there. He's had some weird injuries and some time off and and so forth. So uh, they do. They they definitely have the talent. If they can put it all together, maybe they're uh, you know going to be able to win some games here. So I, I'll lean Houston taking those points. And I was also shocked at the total in this one. I mean, I, you know, I, I look at, you know, uh, how teams can score, uh, their defenses and their effective field goal percentage. And I had this game uh, at a combined 244, way over Whoa. that 229 and a half. I, I will lean me over oh. here. I don't trust that number as much because <laughs> <laughs> it's early in the season. But I was like, holy shit. Uh, this could be a fun one. Uh, I'll, so a lean on Houston with those points. Same same boat as Max here. I I was shocked that Houston looks like they're gonna hang. The most likely scenario was that Minnesota wins by two. I mean the outlier the outlier was Minnesota wins by six. So yeah, I'll lean Houston in this. All right, uh, here's one. We didn't talk pre-show about really what our plays were, so I'm almost anticipate Arch might jump on with this. He loves double-digit points. Mm. Oklahoma City Thunder are catching 12 at the Utah Jazz. Now, we all like the Utah Jazz as a Western Conference favorite. They're healthy, they're deep, they're loaded, but come on, 12 points to start the season? Even if they do blow out, Oklahoma City. I think the Thunder can backdoor cover here. I think Oklahoma City keeps it closer than 12 points. I will take Oklahoma City plus the points and put $10 on the Thunder. I have Utah winning this game by 15. I'll wing Utah. I mean, maybe they can. Uh, Oklahoma City's still in that kind of that rebo- rebuild mode. Uh, you know, they got Shea Gilgis Alexander is, is possibly their their cornerstone of this franchise. They've got lots of draft picks for for eternity. It seems like it seems like every team just traded them draft picks for the next like ten years. So they could be set up for a bright future eventually. I don't know if that bright future is going to be this season. Utah absolutely, I think, does have the firepower to do it. Whether they want to like. You know, kind of uh, waste all of that in game one of the year. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'll lean on the Jazz. Yeah, I'll lean the Jazz here too. Uh, I was laughing because I have them winning by 15 as well. <laughs> hey, maybe Panther doesn't know what he's talking about early in the season. We'll see. Uh, one more game for me. Let's look at the Sacramento Kings at the Portland Trail Blazers. You know, for the last couple of years, I've been really high on Portland, and it just hasn't panned out. And I'm not sure they improved this year. Um, they, they, they've lost a couple pieces. Mello is gone. Zach Collins is gone. And uh, I just don't know if they've really – come up with the answer to Lillard and McCollum. Like where's the extra scoring coming from Sacramento addition by subtraction. This is, this is a team that I thought had a lot of talent, but they didn't really know how to divvy up the minutes. Harry Giles is gone. Bajelic is gone. You saw what he did with golden state last night. It looks like buddy healed might get shifted to the second unit, which actually could be good for buddy healed, but Sacramento, I really do like this team. And I'm catching 
five points at Portland. I think they can at least keep it within five. So I will put $10 on the Kings. Well, uh, wait a minute. Didn't Buddy Hill get traded to the Lakers? Didn't isn't he on the lake? Oh no, I'm sorry. They they <laughs> they, they they got Westbrook instead of Heald. Oh my bad. Yeah, uh, I, it's going to be interesting to see what Portland does with their new head coach, John C. Billups, in there now. Uh, and and you know we'll see if he can figure that McCollum Lillard thing out because you're right. It's just it it they're talented guys. They seem to be good, but uh, I don't know if they can take it to the next step here. I like Sacramento getting those points. Can't quite trust them. So a lean on the Kings plus five. Yeah, I'm not getting the wiggle room I like, but I'm leaning with you, Panther. Uh, Sacramento plus the points looks like a, not a bad play. I uh, love the moral support. That is all I have for the NBA. All right. I'm going to look at Philadelphia going to New Orleans. I have this as a very close game. I'm looking the way the line is trending. So, you know, what? I'm going to do it. I am going to take New Orleans plus three, ten bucks. Yeah, get a close one for yeah. me, man. I do have Philly edging this one out. Uh, I don't trust them. And and again, that drama, all that shit that's going on with Ben Simmons, him being suspended for this game, him telling Doc Rivers to go fuck off during practice. He doesn't want to do defensive drills. I mean, he showed up. I, he showed up. He said he was going to show up. He didn't actually say he was going to do anything, but he's showing up. Uh, I will lean Philadelphia here, um, but I, I don't like that game. He's showing up. Just make sure he doesn't get fined. He's taking the Marshawn Lynch approach. <laughs> you know, you look at New Orleans. We, we liked this team last year. We had questions about coaching or whatever. Well, they got a new coach. But I don't know that the team is better. They lost Lonzo Ball. Zion's injured. Um, so this is just a team that I, I got to take a wait and see. I kind of like where you're at, but with those missing pieces, I got to see how this whole thing plays out. Philadelphia, it looks like Maxi is probably going to be the guy, Shake Milton, uh, in the second unit to take over for the Ben Simmons role of point guard. I think Embiid comes out and has a monster, monster game, especially since New Orleans doesn't have Zion. But uh, I just couldn't get to a side here. Both these teams, I have to take a wait-and-see approach. So I'll lean with you, but I'm off this game. All right. If you're interested, not that I've seen that it matters, but the Sharps like New Orleans as well. The money and the public are both on Philadelphia here, but it seems like Sharp money really likes that New Orleans play. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Moved at a point and a half. Mm-hmm. 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 all right that's all i've got for the nba panther? panther you got a quick college football game we have one college football game and normally we would kind of skip over a wednesday night game but this is actually a really good game coastal carolina is going to travel and take on appalachian state uh appalachian state coming off that embarrassing loss to the louisiana raging cajuns eight days ago the chanteliers have had 13 days to prepare for this game they haven't played since october 7th i think coastal carolina look they're trying to get into one of those big new year's day bowls they've been running up the score they've scored over 50 points in each of their last three games i think they take care of business here i'll lay the five and a half points and put 25 dollars on the chanteliers I, I like that play a lot, honestly, and and seems like the public uh, and and uh, more more importantly, the money is with you, and that's making that line move uh, a tick there. So uh, yeah, some moral sport. I think Coastal Carolina probably wins and covers this one. If you have to bet the game, bet Coastal Carolina, but I'm not going to bet the game. All right, we talked oh, we talked about uh, baseball, basketball, hockey, college football, and a little bit of NFL, Max. But that's it. 
jam pack show tomorrow we are back talking uh pretty much everything again right we we, we got fantasy football tomorrow we got uh thursday night football we'll see if baker mayfield can can actually play today's the critical practice for him as well but uh hey download the dgens app for android ios listen to anything but our picks your picks anyone's picks over on twitter at betting absolute no matter where you listen to please highest rating comment subscribe download and listen to every single episode panther take us home uh, you guys are going to have to be patient with us as we went baseball season wrap up because these are going a little little bit longer. But, hey, content filled. Let's try a Panther parlay. I'm actually going to fade away baseball and the NBA. So let's go with the NHL. I like the Bruins. I like the Blues. And throw those two together with the Coastal Carolina play. That'll be today's Panther parlay. Then hang around with us on Facebook or Twitter. Shout us out by name. We'll holler back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.